All right, team. All right. Jose Javier Villalobos. That is me. Back in the building, brother. All right. Junior. 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 I forgot Junior. Yeah, yeah. The J. That's a lot of J's, bro. <laughs> you're, the, you're, the, you're the quad J's, what yeah. that is, man. All right, man. So just like my favorite hip-hop duo, Run the Jewels, the way they started their fourth album, right? Okay. Uh, this week, we back at it like a crack addict, man. Okay. <laughs> I got you. We back in the pod room. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah, we're back in here. Um, Guys, I was going to send out a uh, message that we did skip last week's pod uh, for uncertain things. It didn't happen, but we got a damn good pod for you this week. Oh, yeah. Really excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, JV. Yes, sir. Um, Can I tell you what I've been up to? Yeah, let's go. What you got? So I went to go see that Robert Rodriguez Ben Affleck flick. I heard. Hypnotic. Mm-hmm. Now, it's really short, like 90-something minutes. Perfect. Um, They throw a lot of concepts at you, man. Okay. Um, And, you know, it kind of, we are typically on top of trailers as far as when movies are dropping and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, it's what we literally do for a living. So. It's fair. Um, This one, like, we were going to go see what Guardians saw this trailer. Yeah. And it was like, and then it was like out like the next week. <laughs> like where the hell? Yeah, did happened this, really fast. Yeah, where the hell did this come from? It <laughs> caught us by storm. Um, but I had a free Saturday. Okay, and I was like, let's see what the hell this movie is about, man. Um, if you like a weird Inception type, uh, in the mind's eye type thriller mm-hmm. with Ben Affleck, and you like Robert Rodriguez flicks, I highly recommend, man. It was not bad at all. Okay, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. There sounds like a good combo. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then also, I've spent my time uh, in that Disney Plus app a lot. Oh, yeah. I spent some time in there, too. Dude. I watched watched Deadpool last night. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I watched Deadpool, and I watched Ant-Man. Quantumania? Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Watched that, like, right when it dropped. So, I'll say this, man. I have not seen, I have not rewatched Quantumania or Black Panther Wakanda Forever yet. Oh, okay. Um, I'm still not ready. I feel you. Wakanda Forever, man. I feel you. you I I feel you. As good as it was, I'm still not ready. Uh, What I did dive into, though, is uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. I just love that film, man. Done that, too. How many many times have you watched it since it got on Disney Plus? Oh, God, this is going to be embarrassing. You watched it much? Like four times. (laughs) So good, though. The writing is so good, man. Four times. (laughs) It's from the guys who did... um, did you ever see Game Night with Jason Bateman and Rachel? Yeah. Um, it's the guys who did that movie and the guys who just did Dungeons and Dragons. They wrote, Daly and Goldstein, they wrote uh, Homecoming. Gotcha. And it was just fantastic. So, like, all the childlike quips, the high school style yeah. of it, the Ferris Bueller, Boy Meets World type of movie it is. Right. Like, those guys bring that type of comedy, and they killed it, man. So It was a good... Uh Good follow up to his introduction in uh, Civil War. That was awesome. Yeah, um, him learning his suit and all the the weird things his suit can do. Fantastic. Yes. And then um, only because like I saw, I don't know who sent it to me or I sent it to you or or something. What I saw in like the the internet, the interwebs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that first meeting between. Uh, some of the Guardians and um, Tony Stark and them mm-hmm. in the spaceship when they're heading towards Titan, yeah, whatever. And he's like, uh, where is Gamora? Yeah. I had a better question for you. <laughs> Who is Gamora? <Yeah. laughs> right? It says, uh, Dex, Dex uh, <laughs> says, uh, why is Gamora? Why is I'm like, Gamora? Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> he's like, all right, I kill your guy. You kill my guy, I kill your guy. Let's go. I can take it. Yeah. It's like, no, no, you cannot. Yeah. <laughs> It's so which master do you serve? What if I say Jesus? You from Earth? Yeah, yeah. no, I'm from Missouri. That's Earth, dumbass. It's just it's a, like it was like maybe like a two three minute just a bunch of quips back and yeah. forth, just that weird meeting. And I saw that clip, and I was like, you know what? I gotta watch Infinity War now. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I watched that one. Uh, embarrassing amount of times as myself. Let me ask you a question here. Do, which one did you do you watch more, Infinity War or Endgame? 
They usually go back to back. Yeah. I, I got to hit Infinity War and then slide into Endgame. Okay. I can't, can't just watch Endgame. Which one did you like better? Oh, boy. Uh, there was parts. Like the beginning of, uh, of Endgame is just kind of it's crazy, right? Yeah. But that's a slower movie than Infinity War. Yes. Or for a good bit of it, you know, it, it's very slow. Um, I mean, Infinity War was was a good time. Infinity War, the bad guy won. Yeah, Infinity that, War. Doesn't, that doesn't happen in comic book movies, man. Yeah, I mean, we get to, you know, we spend the movie with everybody. Yeah. Until, like I said, at the end, you know, Thanos wins. Then when we come back into Endgame, where. We're in the fallout, right? Yeah. And it's a long, a long haul of this fallout and kind of piecing everything together, which, you know, was still a great movie. Oh, yeah. But it just wasn't as action packed as Infinity War. Yeah. Until, you know, our end scene of that movie. I always like relate Infinity War to the first Godfather movie. Okay. Because, one, like, as much as we like Michael Corleone as the Godfather when he yeah. t- takes over. He's the bad guy. <laughs> He's the bad right. guy. You are the the biggest mafioso mobster in New York. Yeah. Right? In that tri-state area, up and down the coast. Um, you're it. You won at the end of that movie. Famous one at the end of uh Infinity War, man. So right. like just the parallels about that, man, that the villain won. Just pfft, I love it. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, man. Um but I will say this, I also really just enjoyed hearing Bradley Cooper's voice as Rocket, yeah. right? And all of them, right? Yeah, and all the movies, great. Yeah, just fantastic, man. Still, still my favorite. He's just like, oh, and as Captain, I'm going to do this, yeah. and I'm going to do that. Yeah, have you, ever, you watched any of the uh, like uh, videos from the studio when he's recording? I have not. Those are pretty cool to see, too. You had to check know, some like, of those out. Because, like, you see and hear Bradley Cooper, and you're like, that's no way that's Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah. It's, right? It's pretty interesting. I got to I gotta check that yeah, out. Like, how do you find that, that voice, man? Right. And I don't think he's ever done any other kind of voice acting. Yeah, I think you're right. <sighs> one and done. One char- One iconic one character. character. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, you watched any of Rick and Morty season six yet? Okay, is that the new season, or is that the season that came out? Is that the brand new season? Yeah. It's just well, I think they just finished it and dropped it on HBO. They dropped the entire thing? Yeah, season six just hit. Dude, I am not caught up, dude. What? Give me one second. Pretty sure that's in in haunts. I am fifty percent sure that that's accurate. In 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 haunts. You're fifty percent sure? Yeah. That's pretty high, man. That's pretty high. Don't forsake me now. Let's take a look here. Season six. Nope, that came out last year. Yeah, I've I've seen all, all these. So there's no way season six just hit HBO. It just hit HBO, but I don't watch them on HBO. I uh, watch them. Uh, I watch them on Hulu the next yeah. day after they. Oh uh, yeah, I dropped. mean they've been aired on. They're yes. on there. They just hit HBO. I got you. I yeah, got I've you. definitely yeah, watched yeah. all these, and it's been um, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Still the. Uh, you know that and Archer are like my two favorite <laughs> show. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an adult, grown yeah, ass yeah, adult yeah. man. Archer's a good. Well, Archer's an adult show. Yeah. So is Rick and Morty, really? And they're both coming to an end. Yeah. Well, I don't know about Rick and Morty, but I know Archer is doing one more season. Um, there is talks of a season seven, but I don't know when that was supposed to happen. For Rick and Morty, it just says potential season seven release date. And I don't feel like reading anything else right now. So All right, we'll move we'll, on from there. We'll definitely go from <laughs> there. <laughs> All right, team, we're back. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing trailers for Killers of the Flower Moon, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, in our Movie of the Week. Yep, you guessed it. Another Fast and the Furious movie, guys. We bring you Fast X. 
All right, team, we've got some trailers here. A uh, little, uh, not Vin Diesel. Nope. Vin Diesel, we were talking about full time, but what we do have is Leo and then another Mission Impossible movie with our main man, Ethan Hunt. You know the guy, Tom Cruise. All right. Check out our full reactions on our social media page. I think it's the YouTube.com thingy. Yes. Is that a social media page? Um, YouTube is a social media page, I believe. All right, man. Learning things uh, every day. You can check out the link tree in our bio in our descriptions. You know, I'm never going to remember that. That's fine. I got you. <laughs> uh, our, our, our right, team. We have a new Martin Scorsese flick. Oh, yeah. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. According to IMDb, it says members of the Osage tribe in the United States are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation involving J. Edgar Hoover. Um, I don't, I don't know if mysterious circumstances are the right word. Yeah. Like it was just uh, regular racial circumstances. Yeah, just regular <laughs> 1920s. People trying to expand land, expand businesses and all that stuff. It looked like at the beginning they were like somebody hit oil or something. So yeah, probably trying to get some land, find the oil, do all that good stuff. Greed, power, money. Uh, all the normal. All the normal. The normal. This is how I'm going to, you know, make my family rich forever type of yeah. thing. Uh, you ready for a movie that's three hours and 26 minutes? I personally am not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a long, that is long, it's a long time. Hey, we were just talking about uh, that you watch Infinity War and roll right in the end game right there, man. It's like seven hours. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It's two separate movies. All right. <laughs> if I want to stop, I'll just, you know, I can stop at the end of one and I can start the other one later. You very know? true, very true, very true. <laughs> but you are one of your secrets. Oh my god, these movies are, are long, man. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, we're we're getting a a Martin Scorsese flick, man. Um, we're in for a beautiful ride. Yeah. Um, this movie looks like it's gonna be hyper violent, and it's gonna be a whodunit as well, right? Is it everybody? Is it one man or woman doing this? It's 1920, so it's definitely not a woman. Let's just get that out the picture. Uh, um, maybe it's a. Uh one guy leading the charge and has his minions underneath him kind of thing, Could doing be, all this man. stuff. Could be, man. But, but we have a... Uh, I want to say, it looks like it's happening all over the place. Yeah, it looks wild. Yeah. Uh, we got Leo, Robert De Niro, uh, Lily Gladstone, uh, Jesse Plemons, um, John Lithgow, Brendan Fraser. Uh, we got a really good cast here, mm-hmm. all led by the great uh, Martin Scorsese. So... Uh, yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon team. Let us know your thoughts about this movie. Are you excited? Yeah. Um, something you're gonna see in the theaters? You're just gonna pop on the couch, get the Apple TV Plus app. Three and a half and in the theater. Whew. Three and a half in the theater, man. Whew. And you know the funny thing, man? Like, I'll do that no problem. Right. You. That's like seven bathrooms. That's, <laughs> that's a long time. <laughs> You for some no, reason no like, water for me. You 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 you're like oh a three hour movie. Let me get the biggest gulp possible, okay, and drink it before the trailers you get, end. You get two larges, so I don't have to get up. Yeah. Well. All right, team. With those one on our socials, uh, let us know your thoughts. All right, team. So we have here uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Uh, these movies don't stop either. No, no. Um, Ethan Hunt and his IMF team must track down a dangerous weapon before it falls into the wrong hands. Of course, of course they do. Um, I, it's the same plot in every movie. Dangerous weapon before you got to stop before it, it goes off. Yep. Before boom, that's the mission. Right, right. But how cool can you look? Trying to save the world again. <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah. And this guy and his team pulls it off every single time. Cool. Always looking cool, man. Gosh, man. With the suits, the glasses, I the rides, everything. Love these movies, man. They're a good time. Good they time. Just, just like, don't overthink 
you know, there's going to be a bomb. Yeah. That's going to count down to two. Ethan Hunt is going to almost die to, like, stop the, it. And they're always, like, on the very borderline of ridiculous and could probably happen. Could probably like, happen. Like, right there on that line. Yeah. Like, just a little bit bigger, it'd be ridiculous. But it's, like, just the right size. So, you're oh, like. We're going to talk about that in a few yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to talk about the, over the line in just a few minutes. Okay. Good God, I have so many notes. But, like, (laughs) obviously this is the American version of, uh, like, the James Bond 007 movies, right? There is no other spy that's more well-known in America other than those two. But, you know, over on the other other side of the pond, we have James Bond. Over here, we have Ethan Hunt. Yeah. Um, We thought Jason Bourne was going to be bigger, but there was only four movies. Um, This one, there's been 19 so this yeah. movie, this franchise has been going on since '95. Okay, one guy <laughs> still looks exactly the same. <laughs> looks the exact same, bro. You know, he just has his hair is either flipped to the left, or flipped to the right. That's it. <laughs> or he'll cut just it. Just depend long. on how air, what what part of the aerodynamics <laughs> need to work out for him for his stunt that day. Exactly, man. If you're running to the left, I gotta swoop it this way. If he's running to the right, I gotta swoop it yeah, the yeah. other way, man. You know, um. <laughs> Man, I have seen all these movies, and I've seen most of them in theaters as well. Um, just a fun time, man. I yeah. will definitely be seeing this one in theaters because I want to see how Tom Cruise is going to save the world again. One more time. and <laughs> Not the last, but one more. <laughs> one more ride. <laughs> there's running, there's jumping, there's knives, there's guns, there's action, there's beautiful women. Yeah. Um, and there's Tom Cruise with those high knees, man. Yeah. Every single it. time. So I was actually thinking um, that train scene reminded me of <clears throat> the Uncharted games. Mm-hmm. Uncharted 2 literally starts out with the character doing that exact same thing. And you have to play as him and like climb up. We saw a little bit of that in the movie Uncharted. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, but he was not on a train. He was on a plane there, right. that cargo plane. But that's what it reminded me of, man. So, yeah, excited for this. Going to throw this on the socials. I don't even care what y'all think about this, man. I know it's going to be dope. So, <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> I love these movies, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah, guys, uh, let us know your thoughts. All right, team, uh, we have some news for you. Oh. Uh, Javi, roll it. Roll it, Yeah. Good now. <laughs> All right, let's let it rock. <laughs> All right, team. So, um, the French Film Festival Con or Cannes uh, was this past weekend, mm-hmm. and you know that's big week for Hollywood. They come over and they debut a lot of movies. Um, Flowers of the Killer Moon was released and shown for the first time, and also okay. uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny was also. Premiered. Nice. Uh, Harrison Ford, the legend, the icon, like top five for me as greatest actors of all time. Right. Um, this is his last Indiana Jones movie. The man's like almost 80. If he's probably past that. Yeah, I think he is 80. I think he is 80. Um, but a five minute standing ovation. You know, we think Harrison Ford, we think. You know, gruff and tough and just yeah. a man's man. And brought to tears for this standing ovation, man, for this guy bringing such a revered and loved character back for one more time. Right. And he was presented with a Lifetime Achievement clip montage Yes. Um, at the festival. So, yeah, guys, I just wanted to bring this up because... He's my favorite it's, actor, man. So amazing achievement for his career. Like that's just the best guy. Like he has so many. I mean, we talked about Harrison. I talk about Harrison Ford all the damn time on this pod. I know that, <laughs> but like he has such rememberable roles, man. Yeah, Han yeah. Solo, Rick Deckard, man. Um, <clears throat> Indiana Jones, <laughs> who we're talking about right now, right? <laughs> Um, the man has played uh, 
John, Jack Ryan multiple times. Uh, he's about to play Thaddeus Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a great actor that you can always turn to to deliver a great performance, man. Agreed. Kills it every time. Oh, so, yeah. um, and he has a beautiful wife, Calissa Flockhart. So she's awesome as well. Oh yeah. But no, I'm happy for him. He deserves it. He deserves all the flowers. Um, Harrison Ford for the win. Yes. Always. And we'll be in theater for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just got to get you to watch all the other ones first. I've seen some of them. All right. I don't know the order of them, but it's fine. <laughs> Guys, we'll throw that on our socials, uh, that, that story, and we'll go from there. Yes, sir. All right, brother. We got some sad news here that I just learned today, actually. Yeah, learned this morning. Um, critically acclaimed actor Ray Stevenson uh, has passed away at 58, man. Super young. Yep, yep. Um, he was in the Thor movies, RRR. He did Punisher Warzone. Um, he is no longer amongst us, man. Yep. And this guy, <laughs> I, I loved it. Ray Stevenson, man. His, you know, he was a character actor. He was at little time like the the star. Of a, yeah. of a film, yeah. but everything he did was just fantastic, man. Three Musketeers, the Thor movies, uh, Kill the Irishman, uh, Vampire's Assistant. I love them all, man. He was just really, really good in everything that he does. And we don't get to see him anymore, man. Um, no, some sad. of our heroes, some of our, our the great actors and actresses, man, uh, leave us a little too soon. And 58's very young. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He was in the Divergent series, the Transporter Refueled. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, man. The Book of Eli, dude. He was awesome in that, man. Like <laughs> I just yeah, I'm 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 going into I'm just going down his uh, bibliography. Filmography is actually the correct word. Mm. Um, from '93 all the way up, man. But yeah, uh, yeah. Rest in peace, brother. Um, good work. All right, brother, you ready to jump into this week's crazy-ass movie? <laughs> yeah, let's go, dude. I'm ready to hear your notes, sir. So many damn notes. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, so we have here, team, we got Fast X. There's been 10 of these bad boys, mm. and then a spinoff, and one spinoff. So 11 movies so far. We've been making these movies for 25 years, basically. Uh, close to. 23, 22. Uh, this movie is directed by uh, Louis Lettier oh. and written by Dan Mazou and Justin Lin. We had a $340 million budget. Right now, grossing $318.9 million. Yeah. So you're getting up there. Uh, starring this, we have Vin Diesel as Dom, Michelle Rodriguez as Letty, Tyrus Gibson as Roman Pierce, Ludacris as Tej Parker, John Cena as Jacob Toretto, Natalie Emmanuel as Ramsey, Jordana Brewster as Mia Toretto, Sung Kang as Han Lu, Brie Larson as Tez. Then we have Jason Statham back as Descartes Shaw, Jason Momoa as Dante Reyes, and Charlie Theron as Cypher, and many more. And many, many more. Yes. All right, brother. Uh, go ahead and give us that quick synopsis for this far out movie here. So Dom and the crew get caught up in the revenge of Dante Reyes. This leads them around the world once again, trying to survive this mayhem and keep their family alive. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, let's start this off, man. So we have uh, everybody's bald Superman hero. Um, uh, Vin Diesel plays Dominic Dom Toretto. And like I said, we've seen this guy for 10 movies now and, well, nine movies because he wasn't on in Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm. Um, not even mentioned. Did you know that? He wasn't even mentioned in that movie. Really? I don't think um, about that. Yeah, I've seen, that, I've seen that movie a lot. He wasn't even mentioned. Okay. Um, but we got we get him, and where's he at in life now, man? He's got Letty, his wife. Yep. Um, His son. Yes, and he's got his family, right? And that's all he cares it about. Seem to be uh, <clears throat> tighter than ever. Yeah, right now. Yeah, right. 
Um, I mean, there are people missing from the table. Yeah, man. And you know uh, what? They do a shitty job of that. <laughs> of just kind of letting it be. Who the hell is bro? Like, how do it, you, you? Yo, okay. Like, so he just, he just doesn't come. Mia, you're yeah. always over there at the crib. Yeah. <laughs> you just leave your your husband and your kids at the house. There's there's it's it's like quiet time. There's no war happening. Yeah. So you're not protecting your kid and your husband. Like, why are you in danger? Yeah. It's like that's what I, I mean by I, shitty writing. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. It was annoying every time it was brought up. Yeah, I definitely think um if they were gonna have that um disconnect, I guess you would say. She shouldn't have been around either. Yeah, but it's all about family and she needs a paycheck as well, man. Yeah. No, I mean I get it. Yeah. I understand why she's there in the the scheme of things, but that is a little anchor that kinda you know, kinda messes things up a little bit. But hey. you're right. She's always around and yeah. there's nobody else there. Like if we did ever saw Jordana Brewster in another one of these movies, I get it. Yeah. Right? It is what it is. No, but you need a paycheck, Brewster. I get it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he's uh, he's struggling, right? Because Dom is struggling because he wants to protect his family. Uh, it almost like he has these visions of his family in peril. Right. And I relate that. And here's first thing, one of my notes. Uh, Tony Stark had a couple of visions about a world where he cannot protect his friends and family. Yep. And that was an age of Ultron. So that took that from the writer's room right there. Gotcha. Uh, is what this, uh, is what Justin Lin and Dan did. Um, but I get it though. Right. Even in like times of peace, which they're having, uh, he's still worried. So yeah. we go for, we go from there, man. Um, what were your thoughts about Dom and his God awful heroics, this movie? <laughs> So dumb in this movie, I did not enjoy. God, no. I did not enjoy him. I really haven't enjoyed Dominic Toretto in the last few movies. Nope. Yep. Exactly. Um, he's, I don't, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's the character itself or if it's Vin Diesel playing this character. It could be both. It's definitely Vin Diesel. <laughs> But he's just, you know, he's just wasn't fun to watch. He's not even like he's well, okay. He's okay to watch when he's not like trying to act like Dom Toretto and he's not talking. He's, when he's doing his stunts and stuff, he's okay. But when he's like trying to be serious, like when they're like the the worst for me was like when they're laying in the bed, him and Mia or or like him Mia, and Letty, yeah. him and Letty, and they're talking and he's trying to. You know, let his feelings out. It just doesn't. It was not. Mm. Bro, you got married in a wife beater, bro. You don't, you don't let your feelings out, bro, after that, bro. You keep them in, okay? That's gangster stuff right there. You a gangster for life, bro. Okay? You get married in a wife beater. Can't do it, man. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Like I said, his, just everything he did in this movie was very uh, not fun to watch. Yeah. You know, is it just it just wasn't landing. I, I didn't like, like you're right. You're right. He's been shooing this in since like Fast Six. Yeah. Okay. Everybody else around him, he just has a like an all star cast of great people, and they oh. keep on bringing in great people 100%. as well. Um, 100%. we'll we'll talk about some of the new additions, which I which I really liked. Um, but he's just been shooing it in, man. I like 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 I said before. If he would have just, if they would have stopped at Fast Five yeah. after the Rio heist, you know what I mean? Like, I would have been cool. But and I think it's something, I think it was something me and you were kind of talking about was like, where would this character have went if uh, Brian was still in the picture? Yeah. You know, was Dom Toretto ever meant to be in this, this person? Or was he always kind of meant to be like a co star? Second on the call list, kind you're, of thing. You're right because he almost kind of takes on that, also that other role that Paul did, right? Yeah, like they they were able to split. 
Paul the, was able to be emotional. Exactly. Right, yeah. I see where you're going. And then Vin is kind of doing that. It's just like, it's not the vibe, bro. It's not the vibe for, for you, yeah. me, man. <laughs> I think that's probably where the disconnect is, is that he just can't do it like that. Like, he, hey. though, like he's not... He's not that good. He's he's not an actor that can do that. He does. Yeah. He doesn't have that range. Like, right. Let's let's be right. Like the man has made a name for himself in in Hollywood with a few franchises. This being the biggest one. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to um, sell that that short. But oh no no. Yeah, he doesn't have the range to carry a franchise like this. And that's why I'm saying like. I think it's more of, of, of both of them not being able to work together. Vin Diesel yeah. and Dominic Toretto. Literally, Fast was Paul. Yeah. Furious was Vin. Now we have this, man. Yeah. So, yep. um, yeah. Uh, old old Dommy Dom. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about favorite um, scene, action scenes of his in just, okay. a, just a few minutes here as well. I am excited about that. All right, man. So we have uh, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Letty Ortiz, Dom's wife and former criminal and professional street racer. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm also tired of her, man. <laughs> yeah, she's. Uh, she doesn't I bring mean, anything to the table. She's just the character that that's there. I mean, uh, Michelle Rodriguez as an actress or an actor is amazing, but Letty is like, she's just kind of. She's she's trying to be that um the partner to Ben, right? And it's just not quite working out. She kind of gets herself in more trouble than helps out the team most yeah. of the time. It's just stale now, man. Yeah. Like and I don't want to say the, that about a franchise that I've always loved and revered, but like I mean, it can run out of juice though. It can yeah. Yeah, it can happen. Yeah, man, and we're like we're we're definitely getting there, man. It's hard to squeeze yeah. juice out <laughs> out of this, man. They just don't give her much to to do, and then yeah. even her, even her scenes, uh, the the fight scene with Charlie Theron and that. Yeah, I mean, we we we've seen you be a badass chick and like yeah. fight other people, um, but like your best thing was. That stoppy she did in Rome, yeah, that was cool as hell, right? I mean, you both looked like okay, I can yeah, get behind that that, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that that scene. Um, but everything else is like, yo, like Letty, what are you doing? Yeah, do something. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, obviously the uh, one half of the comic relief is we got uh, Tyrese Gibson as Roman Pierce, an ex habitual offender, expert street racer, and member of Dom's team. Um. I got to say one thing, man. Okay, you go ahead. I got something too. How are they just contract to the agency like that? Like, <laughs> like one, the agency doesn't have a name. Yeah, yeah. Shitty writing, okay? Yeah, yeah. Two, um, how in the world are we going to let this guy run point on anything ever? And nobody check up on him. <laughs> nobody, nobody was like, okay. You know, we usually get together and everybody talks about this in a room. We we make a plan. There's, we all do, we do all this together. There's coronas, you know. Yeah. What I mean? And then this one time, he's like, "Yeah, somebody sent me some information. Let's go." I will say though, I think this was probably my favorite Tyrese in this movie. So in this movie, oh really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, too fast, too furious. That that was his introduction. He was okay in that one. Yeah, yeah. That's but, my favorite of of his. Yeah, that's that's probably the second. That that was my favorite before. But I think this one it gives him like just enough rope that he's just he's on that borderline of being really really annoying. Yeah, but he's just funny enough to where it's not annoying. True, I give you that. That's how I felt, and you know, gave him a little bit of time to grow. He grew a little bit in this movie. I I think he grew a lot over thinking that they were actual superheroes, <laughs> and I think I think if we went to space, that gave him a lot of time to reflect on his yeah. life. You know what I mean? Like, it really did. He put, a, he put a black man in space, yeah, in a damn Honda CRX or whatever it was. <laughs> you know, that's good. That'll do it. That'll do it to a man. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's a lot of time to re- reflect there. Um, 
but not like it just it was weird to see like how it just started with him yeah as far as like the point man and everything and maybe there's more trust with him and everything but obviously that trust should be out the window at this point in time you know what i mean yeah yeah all right here so then we got the the second half of the comedy duo uh Tej, Ludacris is Tej Parker, a tech expert, mechanic, and member of Dom's team. Um, he is now just like the tech mumbo jumbo guy. Yeah, yeah, not a fan. Like, <laughs> right? Like, what kind of bomb is this? This is the blue, 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 yeah, blue, yeah. Blue, blue. So we're all supposed to be like, oh, yeah, duh, yeah. that type of bomb. Oh, we all get it. He, he kind of lost his, uh, his ludicrousness. Yeah. You know, in the in Too Fast, Too Furious, and then kind of after that, a few movies after that, he was just cool guy who likes to drive and race. Now he's like, you say, he's just kind of outrageous. It's a little outrageous, man. Like, you know tech everything, bro. I mean, you know, everybody's got to grow. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, not, but, I'm not saying but, you know, it's a his, bad thing, but it's like a shoe-in performance as well is what yeah. I'm saying, right? Not just like the character itself, but like the actor trying to portray the character. You've been doing this for so long, right? Kristen Stewart got better as those damn uh, uh, vampire movies kept on going, right? Like, she got better yeah, by, yeah. by Breaking Dawn Part 2, finally, right? <laughs> like, you want these guys to grow. You want these guys to get more comfortable in the role. I did not expect um, a Kristen Stewart what uh, I do, bro. reference you're, today. <laughs> you're welcome, sir. You're welcome, okay? <laughs> right? Um, But, yeah, she got better, and you expect these characters to get better as well. He yeah. did get more mature in this role from what we saw from Too Fast and Furious yeah, and yeah. on. But, like, don't be don't be trash, <laughs> right? And I love Ludacris. I want Ludacris to, yeah, act, yeah. to act some more. I love Chris Bridges, man. Um, But, like, just a, oh, yeah, let me track you with this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, just it's like, a lot. Like, and, yes, it's the writing, but, like, you have enough sway in the – script yeah. or go talk to damn Vin Diesel and be like, yo, Vin, like this is Yo, it's a bomb. That's all we need to say. It's, it's, a, big, it was, it's a big ass bomb in this truck. Bomb in truck. And bro. I think that would have been funnier, right, in the moment to be right. like, they're like, what's back there? The big ass bomb in this truck. <laughs> it ain't semiconductor, yeah. it's a big ass bomb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You and know? That would have been perfect. My note too. You yeah. ready for this? What's up? Dark Knight Rises. Okay. The big ass the, megaton nuclear bomb. Yeah. Uh, go in a in a truck, going through the city, oh, I got and then it gets out of the damn thing, and you got to take it to the water. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Ed Sheeran got got sued for something like this. I don't know. I don't know if you and he he you know he won his side. You know, you can't like we talked about. You can't uh, you can't copyright a court progression. Can can you copyright a uh, action scene in a movie that looks very similar to something very that you've similar seen b- b- before? And then, I mean, you also had um, Letty uh, running from the quote unquote boulder down the little <laughs> ramp. <laughs> we just about Harrison Ford. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought when she was she was going down that ramp and the the bomb was falling behind her. I was yeah. like. I just straight running. out of Raiders, yeah. man. <laughs> Opening scene right there. <laughs> All right, man. Moving forward here, we got uh, actually actually a great. It was it was a night and day difference for John Cena's uh, Jacob Toretto. Yeah, from the last movie to this movie. Um, but I actually really liked him in this film, man. Um, one hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, he was he was definitely one of the bright spots here where last night he was all anger, all like I need to get back and like destroy my brother and his team and everything. <laughs> Everyone's so he's destroy yeah, his, yeah. his damn team. They none of them succeed. Not one. But Jacob tried. Um but then you know he goes that and then becomes like a hero in the end of that movie. Yeah. To being on being a part of the team, but being like in here. He's like on a side quest, right? And the side quest is basically to protect little B. Yep. And, and they they do great together. <laughs> oh, dude, I love the dynamic. Yeah. But like, you let John Cena just have fun in this role, man. Just be like a be that uncle. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. He was come great in with uncle. the come in with with a vengeance, like whoop everybody's ass in that house. Um, even some of the stuff was really unbelievable. Yeah, like like I when mean, he when he fell from John the Cena. second story to the first to the first. John story. Cena. I mean. 
I don't want to get slammed by John Cena. Oh, good gosh, no. Never. <laughs> never, never, never. Um, but it was just fun, man. I really liked him, and he had had a lot of fun. He was able to laugh. Yeah. He got the 90s throwback with some good vibrations. Um, the 5.0, so your hair can blow, man. Yeah. I love that. I love Like, that's good writing. Even yeah. Though that's, it's like the side quest was, to me, almost better than the actual everything yeah. else, man. That we're dealing with here, but I do like also that the team is splintered. That was that was a that was exciting because usually they're doing everything together, right? Um, and then we have uh, Natalie Emanuel as, as Ramsey, a uh, computer hacktivist and member of Dom's team. Emanuel said her character sees increased involvement in Fast X compared to previous films, and I like that about about her. That yeah. was actually one of my my notes. She's more involved. Yeah, and she's uh, involved enough. Yeah. Um, she had a very solid role. Uh, wasn't nothing, you know, outrageous, but she, she got in there and she did her thing. You know, she also made, which was a good line, which is like, you know, they're using God's eye to uh, find little B. Like something yeah. I, I created for good is being used for evil, right? Like, okay, we're, we're parsing through this script and we're getting some good key pieces of actually yep. like how people feel, right? Not just... Like how much gas goes into an engine, you know what I mean? Like we're getting some character yeah. development there, and I definitely appreciated that. Um, you know, and that makes a good film kind of stand up is those moments like that. We right. just needed a lot more of those moments. Um, Jordana Brewster, sister of Dom, Jacob, member of Dom's team, who has settled down with her partner Brian O'Connor with her two kids. Two kids. I didn't know about that. Um, but yes, I, same, same. Learn something new every day, um, but she's she's in it in the beginning. Quick family scene, and she protects, and then Jacob kind of takes over. Like we said earlier, if Mia's not in this movie, it's better. <laughs> it's better. Yeah, this she definitely didn't. I didn't feel like she played anything. Yeah, spectacular. Yeah, like I, I get like they they had to get somebody to watch Little B and then yeah. Jacob comes, but it was just like, all right, we could have done something better there. So, all right, man. Uh, Sung Kang, Lon Hu, an expert drifter and member of Dom's team, who previously had his death in order to, faked his death in order to work on a covert operation for Mr. Nobody here. Um, Han, coolest guy in the franchise. Coolest guy ever. Coolest guy in the franchise, man. Like, just keep meeting. Yeah. And, and he's good, man. He's, he's chill. He's low-key. Um, can fight. He's not even though he like he's Asian. Like, don't expect some like karate and like whip ass jujitsu. Yeah, he's just him, a street fighter. He's a street fighter, man. You know, and right. I like that they used him like that instead of like a trope. Yeah, right. Like a racist trope of like, yeah, I can't like whip your ass. No, I'm just a street. I'm just a brawler, man. Yeah, right. I'm not a good one, but I get it done. I, I throw some hands. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but he is part of the team and we use him there. They use him to help get us uh, some tech later yeah. on, right? With his connections. He doesn't want to, but he knows there's really no other route to go. So that yeah. was interesting for him. That's how we, that's how we bring in that other character. Right? Yeah. That's our connection. Yeah. Um, keep on running here real quick. Scott Eastwood is little nobody. Yeah. I did not know that was his name. <laughs> I didn't either. I don't, I don't think that's his name. I think that's uh, I think that's what they call him behind <laughs> they, his back. They call him Little Nobody. <laughs> what is, what does IMDb say? I I really have have to know this now. Uh, let's see here. IMDb even has him as Little Nobody. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Yeah. Um, he's supposed to be. He's supposed to take over like operations for Mister Nobody. Yeah. Um, at least he's the connection between the agency. And Dom's team of super friends. Yep. Um, but I don't know. Small role, at least in, in this in this film. Yep. Uh, Daniela Melkor, Brazilian street racer, who is revealed to be the sister of Dom's former girlfriend and Little B's mother, Elena Neves. Um, she helps Dom track down the villain Dante. Yep. Kind of boring. Dante was looking for him. It's whatever. <laughs> Even though Dante was looking for him. Right. Just a whole host of people here. Uh, um, Ames, Alan Richson, 
Yeah. Uh, the new leader of Mr. Nobody's agency, uh, it'll become the final. He's actually working for Dante. Yep. So, like, I didn't see that coming. Nope. That was actually really, I thought he was just like, okay, what we're going to do is we don't have Dwayne Johnson anymore. Yeah. So we need to get, like, another big human being. And let's get Alan Richson. And, like, he can be the guy who tries to track down Dom. Yeah. I thought they were trying to just replace and repeat. I got gotcha. you. Know, but they threw us for a loop as far as, oh, wow, he's actually working for Dante. I did appreciate that. Okay. When you are able to, like, fool me in a movie with a yeah. character. Because usually I have I have people really pegged by, like, the middle of the second act, right? I'm like, uh, yep, I understand your arc. And a lot of times you get hints of that, though. Yeah, exactly. They didn't hint to this whatsoever. I mean, maybe because like his shirt was just so tight. Maybe it was very, it was very distracting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a lot of fabric there, yeah. bro. This fabric was so just, just it was just stretched as far just, as it could stretch out. Oh yeah. my god, he's such a big he's man, a, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he played the mocap Raphael in the Ninja Turtles movies, bro. Just, it was just humongous. Good God, he's just a massive yeah. man. He's a big dude. Why are you so gigantic? He's got that jawline, too. That comes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. wild, wild. He can definitely play, like, you know, roided Superman any day of the week, man. I want to see how big he's 6'3". So, he's, um, so I have an inch on, on him, but he's also built like a brick he's, shit he's out. Got some, he's got some width on you, some, some shoulder <laughs> width on you. Just straight, just... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Probably wears the same size shirt you do, too. Mike, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Good. He's stretched out. Gosh, man. Uh, but no, his character was actually really dope because you understood, like, he, at first, he wanted the agency to run a better way, mm-hmm. Mr. Nobody, and not rely on these punk street racers, right? He's, I almost was like, yo, I kind of want the agency to win because, like, you guys are not superheroes. You guys are not like, um, you know, James Bond or Jason Bourne yeah, or not trained Hunt, for nothing. Right? Not trained, You're not for, trained nothing. for nothing. You drive cars really fast. That's it. Why Damn. the hell are we relying on these guys to save the world every two or three years? But Mr. Nobody has. I don't yeah. get it. I don't yeah. understand it. Um, so I, I get his arc and I was like, okay, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. And then when it's like, oh, yo, you working for Dante? What? <laughs> what? You work for Dante? I thought that was really cool, man. So, um, yeah, b- big ups there. Um, Helen Miriam, uh, we see her for a second. She kind of gives some inspirational moment to Dom. Uh, we could have went without that. But she's in the movie. Um, hey, gotta, everybody's got to get a little, little piece of the cake. Everybody's got to get a Universal Pictures check. Mm-hmm. Studios check so, uh, Brie Larson, uh, the daughter of Mister Nobody and a rogue representative of the agency who allies with Dom and his crew, um, sure, yes, let's go. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love Brie Larson. She's amazing on screen. There's a lot of there's a lot of unnecessary people, but there's so many unnecessary so many. people in this, right? Uh, you could you could really cut this uh, this roster That's down. Out of my point. Uh, and made a even better movie. You could have made it tighter. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Well, you got, I mean, you got Jason Statham. You got Soon Kang, Charlie Theron, that are awesome characters already. Yep. But then you bring in a new character who's not awesome. Why? Like, she did her thing. So, I'm not going to say that she wasn't, like, she was not awesome, but, like, she was good with what she had. Yeah. But she didn't contribute, like, the status quo stayed the same. Yeah, I mean, within the movie. She didn't raise the bar of the movie. Within the, yeah, it didn't help any. But, I mean, Brie Larson, like I said, she did her thing, but the character didn't, didn't bring anything extra to the movie. I didn't feel like. But we have, uh, she plays Mr. Nobody's daughter, Tess, and, yeah, she just helps out the team any way she can. And, you know, in her process of take of, of helping, she takes a bullet. Like, 
Why the hell did you jump on the hood of his car like that? You're just wide open out there. Seems like <laughs> like terrible training. <laughs> she was not. She was not field ready. Did your, did your dad disappear before he before that day? Yeah, right? that was a before weapons training covered <laughs> covered training. God, there were some big ass bright purple out in the field like that. Um, just straight tactical. Yeah. Um, Rina Moreta as. The grandmother of Dom, Jacob, and Mia. Abuelita. Abuelita. Um, she's in there. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Let's um, go. <laughs> Jason saves him as Deckard Shaw, a former opponent of Dom and his team, who comes to Ally and a member of Saving His Son. Um, he's in there. He helps out uh, Cypher and them. Not Cypher and them, excuse me. Um, Tej and them to get some equipment to go about Dom. Yeah, then he disappears. Then he disappears. He's going to go whoop somebody's ass. Because I think they're attacking his mom or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she so. he was going after uh, Helen Marin. Uh, and then we got, like, literally... Well, before we do there, let's jump to Sh- Charlie Stair and Cypher. Uh, criminal mastermind and cyber who is the enemy of Dom's team. Uh, she is back, but in a different role. She's kind of locked away with... Letty, but then they partner to get out of the holding facility. But she's the one who basically says, "Like, yo, like I thought I was the devil. The devil's coming after you." Yeah. Yep. So, um, she's that 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 person that kind of brings that that news. Um, and then we got Jason Momoa, Dante Reyes, and this guy in this movie. I feel like he's the only one who knew what this how how to like what to do with this movie, man. <laughs> he was. I feel like everybody else was like, "All right, guys, we're we're doing Macbeth." Yeah, okay? yeah. He feels like he's the only one that came uh, prepared. Everybody's like, "All right, guys, we're doing M- Macbeth," and Jason Moe was like, "No, dude, we're doing How High." What the hell yeah. are you talking about, dude? What are you talking? We're doing half baked, guys. What are you talking about right now? And that, that's one thing about <laughs> Jason Momoa that I say all the time. He's just. He enjoys what he does so much. Yeah. It, it it shines on the screen for him. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons that everybody likes him. He just, he puts it all out there and doesn't care. I mean, he was kind of ridiculous in this movie. He was over the top ridiculous and I loved it. <laughs> it was, it worked for him. He, he can make it. He's one of the guys that can make that kind of weird, <laughs> weird thing work that they gave to him in this movie. And like, it definitely worked, man. You had like, he was a... <clears throat> He was a bunch of great villains, all like of the of recent that just kind of conglomerate together. Man, he had some Heath Ledger's jokey Joker. Yeah, right? he had um, Tom Hiddleston's Loki, um, uh, uh, Javier Bardem's uh, Raul Silva from from uh, Skyfall, uh, the, the James Bond flick. Right, I saw a lot of those three guys gotcha. in this in this one character. Right, where he is. He's out there. He is crazy. Um, he'll do anything to get the job done. Yeah. He's always nine steps ahead. Um, I just loved it, man. Yeah. So one of my favorite scenes with him is when they're uh, lining up for that race with the four of them. Yeah. And he's just talking to Dom. And he's, you know, up on top of the clouds, being crazy, being wild. And then he just slides right into that serious yeah. thing. And it was so Good. It was subtle. Yeah, it was, and it just yes. slid right in, and you were just like, uh, "Oh shit, yeah, he's actually dude, scary." <laughs> exactly. This dude's got some really got some uh, bolts loose up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. But even like even within that scene, right? Like how it played out, you just thought like, "Okay, we've seen a millions of these like drag trip races before." Right. Like, all right, we're gonna see a, another one. It's not gonna be any different. But he's not about killing Dom. Exactly. He's about having Dom suffer through his actions and everything. And it was just fun to, that was just fun to watch. Yeah. Man. He, even his intro to, to Cypher's lair yeah. was just really, really dope, man. Right. You're nine steps ahead of this chick who is like the, the biggest like cyber terrorist on the planet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Best villain of the franchise. Easy. 
I'll back that up. Easy, man. Yeah, Jace Moe just got this thing about him where you feel like he's that person. Yeah. You know, and that goes with a lot of his movies. You feel you feel that character and you feel like he is that character. You know, I pretty awesome. Go going back to um and I you've you've definitely seen a lot more Jason Momoa movies than I have. Um, but going back to what I have seen um with Aquaman, um you know, Aquaman has always been Arthur Curry's always been like the butt of the joke as far as the Justice League and everything, yeah. right? As far as like being the the hero, like one of the heroes. Um he was able to make Arthur Curry Aquaman badass and right. cool. And like, yo, that's some that's a hero like Spider Man that I can look up to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I thought that was really cool and how he he did that. This is a villain that's like, yo. It's a conglomerate of like the, all the other guys that I've, I just talked about, mm-hmm. um, but he uses a little bit of each of those guys and even puts his own spin on it. Yeah, as far as just how wild and zany he is, man. Um, uh, weekend at Bernie's. I love that scene. That was a weekend. That <laughs> was that yeah. was a weekend at Bernie's scene right there. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Just wild. It's all over the place, man. He can do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, man. Just fun. Just definitely fun there, man. All right, man. So that's the characters. Um, Not going to spend too much more time. We've been talking about this for a minute here because uh, <laughs> there's 19,000 characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Brian Tyler obviously always brings the noise when, he, like he does with his music in these films. Uh, what was your favorite action scene? Uh, the helicopter scene, man. We were so right. excited. I was so excited to see that. Well, <laughs> I, totally it's, it's, for, I totally forgot about it until you brought it up. It's kind of the whole thing, right? It's it's from uh, coming out of the plane. Yeah. Landing on top of the cars. Dope. Charger's perfectly fine. Oh, just not a scratch. Like a brand new charger. <laughs> just a scratch. <laughs> and then this little buildup. In between that, with some dialogue with Jason Momoa and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and he takes down the two helicopters. Man, they thought they had them. They thought they, they thought had they had them. Man, he take the charger down. That thing weighs a lot. Yo, he even said this before before going down like the the um the thing with his kid. Right, he yeah. was just like, "You you've taken everything away from me, but you haven't taken my car." And I'm just like, <laughs> "Oh my god, Dom, damn it, boy." <laughs> Yes. Get. I might I might put that quote on my Facebook <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Hobby's a man who yeah. doesn't upload update anything on his nah, Facebook, guys. We'll do it for that. We'll do it for that. Great quote. <laughs> yeah. Oh that, man. That was my favorite scene though, was was the helicopter thing. Just got was looking forward to it. Yeah. What about you? Uh I didn't have a favorite. No nothing. <laughs> like I like a- action sequence as far like I've we've seen all these before in these movies, right? You were ready to go when they were talking about having to go get these, uh, whatever they were talking the about. Semiconductors. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, of course like, they are. Of course they are. Of course are. they got it. They have a mission to go to. I'm <laughs> <laughs> out. I was just Check so bad, man. Because like I also love Justin Lin. Yeah. As a as a movie maker, right? Um, like, but everything feel like. It just felt really fake and flawed. Well, me, right? it's because it was. One hundred percent everything was but not. But nobody right? treated it like that except for Jason Momoa. That's the <laughs> thing. <laughs> Everybody was like, this is Othello, right? <laughs> this is a Shakespearean production of Othello, right? right? And Jason Momoa was like, dude, this is Power Rangers. What are you talking so, about, man? Yeah, okay, I see it. So like all the scenes are over the top, ridiculous. But all the characters are like not at all over the top. All the actors than, are acting. Except for Jason Momoa. He's bringing it with the rest of the movie. I feel like he like they got the same script and he just yeah. read it differently. <laughs> <laughs> he just read it like, oh, yeah. this is bullshit. Let's have a good time. Yeah. And Dom is just like, yeah, the entire time. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. But, you know, that's his his style, man. Um, No, favorite action scene, Uh, I will say... 
the Rome one was really dope, man. Uh, I also did like seeing Jason Statham in that fight scene again. That was that was cool. Again, yeah, that man. was that was a good scene. Um, you know, he's he basically spends a lot of his time these days fighting sharks. So to see him like actually fight people <laughs> again these days you know, was really <laughs> so ready for Meg to. We have this. We have to see. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Meg on the same weekend. Yeah, dude, we're also gonna see Oppenheimer and Barbie on the same weekend as well. Dude. Let's go. It's gonna be busy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's jump into themes here. Um, family, man. That's, 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 the, that's the theme. That's it. that's it. What else is there? Whatever you gotta do for family. <laughs> what, what else you gotta do for family? Drive your vehicle as fast as you can for family. Damn yep. it. Um. And be invincible, apparently. Be having be invincible and be an invincible charger. Right? Yeah. Be in the charger. Invincible. I need to get one of those. Uh it's the greatest vehicle ever, man. Yeah. You know, like you just double seven has like the DB five. Yeah. Um, there's Kit. There's the Viper from the old nineties TV show, right? Oh yeah, that was there's, a sweet one. That was really sweet. That was one, a sweet. Right? <laughs> there's Bumblebee. And you have I can't Dom's Charger. You said that too. Viper. <laughs> Yeah, it's fan. This is a fantastic pod. I know. <laughs> Kristen Stewart and Viper references. Let's fantastic. go. You know, I bring up Viper to a lot of people, and they're like, "I don't know what show you're talking about." It's so good. Like, dude, how do you not know Viper? Yeah, man? yeah. It was like a different type of like it didn't have David Hasselhoff, but it was a different type of like let's save the the day type show. Yeah. Just let's go into the armor mode or whatever it was <laughs> when it literally like the second season where like it changed the colors. Yeah, it yeah, changed, yeah. Like styles, I was like, I didn't know that was even possible. Yeah, but you know what? We got it. Let's so, go. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Family and being able to do it in a cool car. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, I will, I will say this, man, about Jason Moe's character because he does take a lot of screen time. Um, like revenge, right? And we had like. We've had revenge as a tale in these movies a few times, especially like right. Fast Nine, um, with uh, Jacob's character. But and I also don't like the way they spell his name with a K O B instead of a C. But that's beside the point, though. Who's that? Uh, uh, John Cena's Jacob character. It's, it's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's J A K O B. Um, but that's beside the point, though. Um, retribution and retaliation for everything that. They took from him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was really cool. So <clears throat> awesome. All right, team. So that's our uh, unfortunately long conversation about this movie. Uh, JV, uh, give me your thoughts and ratings on this flick, brother. Yeah, I was uh, not a big fan. Okay. Uh, I mean, it deserves. If you're a fast fan, you, you know you got to watch it. You have to. You have to watch it. Um, how you feel about it afterwards, you know that that's on you. Uh, but for me, watching the movie, it's, it's just it's just to a point of it's to a point to where you just can't let it go anymore. Yeah, like you can't let let a outrageous stunt go. Like you know, we talk about turning the brain off. Just enjoy your time. It's getting tougher it, and tougher. It, it's getting harder to do that. <laughs> it's getting, <laughs> it's getting really hard to do that. Um, yeah, like we talked about, you know, the movie was over the top. The characters were not, uh, except for Jason Momoa and John Cena. Uh, those those are my two favorite characters. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, as a Fast and Furious fan, this was going to get a three out of five buckets from me. Okay. Uh, Jason Momoa and John Cena get 10 out of 10 buckets. Yeah. 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 All, all the buckets <laughs> for them. You actually, like, it was one point in time, team, that, like, we went to go see this together, um, and Javi got up, and I was like, oh, he's going to the bathroom like he typically does in the middle yeah. of a movie, like, in a really important scene, <laughs> right? Cause that's what Javi does. And then he comes back, like, what I miss? Uh, <laughs> but this time, he came back with popcorn, and that's when it really got good, because... Um, Dante's character really was like in the flow of things. Yeah. I was like, I got to represent this guy. <laughs> you know, all the damn popcorn yeah, for yeah. him, man. So, all right, dope, man. What about you? All right, man. So, this is getting uh, a bucket and a half for me, man. Um, yeah, you clocked out early. I clocked out. I, I, I gave it, I gave it my best shot. 
but you clocked out quick. I clocked out really early, man. And the the things that I really <laughs> enjoyed was that side quest for for Jacob's character, yeah, yeah. little little B, uh, Alan Richson in the movie and mm. his twist, yeah, um, and obviously Dante, right? Yeah. So uh, those things give it a bucket and a half. Yeah, um, the, there's I'm, a lot going on for I'm, that to be the only few things I'm, you enjoyed. Exactly. I'm tired of. Uh, 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 Roman, right? <laughs> Letty's not giving me anything, right? Mm-hmm. Cypher, why are you still in these movies? Yeah, yeah. Like, I understand you're Charlie Starin and, like, you're awesome and we love you and you're a great actor, but, like, why? What the hell are you doing? Yeah, right? I mean, Jason Moe just showed up. Yes. And, I mean, what did, what did he get from her? Was it the God's Eye? No, he got the God's Eye from Brie Larson's character. Oh, yeah. He got, like, her tech and... In guys, gotcha. Yeah, that's right. He had no, he needed an army. That's what it was. Sure, that's fine. Cool. They couldn't have written something easier than that. But he could just showed up with an army. He's it's random drug guy. It's almost like the Avengers Infinity War and Endgame happened, and we're like, you know what? We got to throw everybody in the movie. Everybody gets some screen time. No doesn't kidding, matter. Man. I mean, this. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of, if a lot the next of one doesn't have a if the next one doesn't have a talking rabbit, then they are failing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, bucket and a half, man. But I will go up a half a bucket. Oh, okay. So we're actually at two buckets, man. Okay. Because I love this vehicle. <laughs> I've seen this vehicle a million times since yeah. yesterday, bro. Do you know which one I'm talking about? What's that? The DeLorean Alpha 5. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Look, yeah. Dope as hell, man. Mm. <laughs> I... Really want that. Yeah. That's not even out yet. <laughs> so they got it just for this movie. They do that a lot, man. They do that a lot. Oh, my gosh, man. Uh, I mean, you know, think Cypher would be a little bit more undercover, but it's whatever. <laughs> you, it's whatever. You, you, you know. <laughs> just, this is my thoughts on the situation. You're the biggest cyber terrorist in the world, and you're in a vehicle that nobody else has. Yeah. Nobody, but nobody's going to see me, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll give this movie two buckets, one and a half for everything, and then just a half a bucket for that amazing looking vehicle that the DeLorean Alpha 5, man. <laughs> Alright team, thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Fast X. Next week, we'll be discussing Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. That'll be streaming on Hulu and a few other platforms. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Like always, too fast, too furious. I don't know what I'm talking about, guys. Fine.